Today's podcast features an article from Discern Magazine. Three Reasons to Believe in God Is believing in God something people have to do with unreasoning, blind faith? Or are there sound reasons to be deeply convicted that God truly does exist? Read to you by the author, David Trabig. Deciding whether to believe in the existence of God is a challenging issue for an increasing number of people. A growing percentage of people today have doubts about whether God truly exists. A recent poll by Gallup found that the percentage of Americans who believe in God has dipped to 81%. This number is down six percentage points from 2017 and is the lowest in Gallup's trend. Between 1944 and 2011, more than 90% of Americans believed in God. Since young people are the demographic group least likely to believe in God, the percentage of people believing in God is likely to continue to decline in the U.S. The same trend of not believing in God has occurred in Western Europe. In fact, the decline there began earlier and is even greater than in the U.S. Surveys by the Pew Research Center in that part of the world found that most people had drifted away from God and religion. Among the Western European countries surveyed, only in Portugal, 44%, do more than 3 in 10 say that they are absolutely certain that God exists. Major reasons people give for not believing in God include lack of evidence, science, evil in the world, and disagreement with biblical values. The Unavoidable Matter of Faith The hard truth is that believing in God does require faith. Since God is invisible and dwells in what is supernatural to us humans, we will never be able to physically see Him. Because God dwells in a realm that cannot be tested or quantified by science, we cannot get a final answer from science by itself. Thus, believing in God is ultimately a choice that is largely determined by our faith or lack thereof. Atheists and agnostics who demand physical, tangible, scientifically measurable proof of God in order to believe He exists will not find it. Even the Bible acknowledges that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Of course, since God is not part of the physical universe, neither can atheists and agnostics prove that God doesn't exist. When people conclude that God doesn't exist, they are actually choosing to have faith either in the reasoning of those they consider to be experts or in their own reasoning and feelings which cannot be proven. If we choose to believe that God exists, must we simply close our eyes and take a leap of faith? Is there no physical evidence at all? Must we toss out all logic and reasoning? The biblical answer is no. The Bible explains that reasoning and looking for physical evidence is okay. In fact, it even explains how to reason and what evidence to consider if we want to have faith that God exists. In a message to the ancient Israelites given through the prophet Isaiah, God said, Come now and let us reason together. God wanted these ancient people to consider carefully their ways and where those ways were leading them. If we want to logically consider what physical evidence could give us reasons to believe that God exists, 
The Bible points us toward a subject that, when carefully studied, has led many to conclude that He surely does exist. So what is that subject? Paul penned these words in Romans 1, verse 20. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead. The physical world we live in, the things that are made, has embedded clues that indicate a Creator. Put another way, the fingerprints of God can be seen in His creation. The natural order in which we live is a visible disclosure of the invisible God. How so? Here are three of the more obvious indicators. Number one, the existence of the material world. As we ponder the existence of the world we live in, Let's remember that science cannot explain how matter came to be. The theory of evolution posits a method by which the plants and animals on Earth developed, but it can't explain how matter came into existence. Science tells us the world had a beginning and that it is running down, but the tools of science cannot explain how the universe and the matter within it came to be. The Bible, however, does provide an answer. The very first verse tells us that God created the heavens and the earth. It explains that not only our solar system with its planets, but all the galaxies that we can see were brought into existence by the Creator God. Additional details about this creative process include the explanation that God created all things through the One who became Jesus Christ. It was through God's spoken word that the creation came into existence. He spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast, says Psalm 33, verse 9. Atheists cannot disprove this. They can have faith in their own reasoning that God did not create the material world in which we live, but they are way out of their area of expertise when it comes to understanding, much less evaluating the spirit world. Consider these facts. We know that the created world exists, and we know that science does not have an answer for this reality. We also realize that people's feelings and prejudices about what they want the answer to be can't be trusted. Thus, a next logical step would be to consider the validity of the source that offers an answer. Number two, the uniqueness and veracity of the Bible. Since the Bible is considered the premier authority on God, and since it includes the claim that God created all that exists, we need to consider its credentials. Are there things about this ancient text that give us valid reasons for trusting it as an accurate and authoritative source to believe? Skeptics of the Bible have a host of arguments that seem credible at first. These range from claiming the Bible is full of contradictions, to the belief it is unscientific, to the perception that the God of the Bible shows favoritism and incites violence against others. But when we actually study the Bible, we find that it does not contradict itself, that good science and accurate biblical interpretation agree, and that God loves humanity. Furthermore, there are valid reasons to believe that the Bible truly is the one-of-a-kind, unique, authoritative Word of God that it claims to be. Although about 40 people wrote the Bible's 66 books over approximately 1,500 years, 
there is unprecedented consistency in its teachings. No other widely renowned ancient work has been written in a similar fashion. On a human plane, it boggles the imagination that so many writers could all deliver such a consistent message over such a long period of time. The Bible explains that the reason its text is so consistent is the fact that God Himself is its primary author. Explaining this to point to Timothy, Paul wrote, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. God's overall authorship is reflected in the fact that more than 3,800 times words are introduced by such formula as, The Lord spoke, thus says the Lord, and the word of the Lord came. That's from Erdman's Handbook of the Bible. Although each human author wrote in his own style, all recorded what God inspired. Archaeology is continuing to discover that people and place names previously found only in the Bible truly did exist. Fulfilled biblical prophecies also indicate that the Bible can be trusted and that it is unique and unlike any other book. Given these examples and many more that could also be considered, we have solid, valid reasons to believe the Bible is a holy, divine book that is accurate in its description of how the material world came into existence. For additional study regarding the Holy Bible, download our booklet, Is the Bible True? Point number three, the miracle of life. The theory of evolution posits that life sprang from non-living matter. Long ago, people believed spontaneous generation occurred when maggots suddenly appeared in rotting meat. Over time, everyone came to understand that such occurrences weren't proof of life originating from non-living matter. Instead, flies had merely laid their eggs in the meat. Science disproved spontaneous generation, and to this day, no one has been able to give an example of life coming from non-living matter. Logically, one would think that not being able to see life generated, either in nature or in a lab, from non-living material would have been a serious blow to the theory of evolution. The unsettling truth for supporters of evolution is that there has never been an experiment showing that life can come from non-life. But those who believe in evolution still have faith that this unprovable event occurred. A foundational premise of science is that a scientific theory can only be proved through observations and experiments that can be repeated. Yet many still have faith that life came from non-life, something that has never been demonstrated even once, let alone repeated. Some argue along the lines of, but it could have happened. Yet we also have to consider whether it is rational to believe that life could develop through blind chance. The odds against this happening are astronomical. For more on the probability of evolution, see Problems with Evolution, Intelligent Design, Can Science Answer Does God Exist, and Irreducible Complexity, Challenge to Evolution. Science has been a great help to mankind in many ways, but it is also important to understand that it has limitations. Science can show us how natural law works, but it can't explain its origins. So what does the Bible say about the miracle of life? 
Genesis 1 tells us that God created vegetation and animals. Then in verse 27, we read that God created man in his own image. He made man in two models, male and female. Then regarding this astounding process of creating life from non-living matter, Genesis 2-7 says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. We humans have never been able to duplicate what God did. Along with being given life, we have amazing abilities superior to those of all other forms of life on earth. Some of our greatest traits are that we are self-aware, we can plan, we can create, and we can appreciate beauty. What is indicated by these physical attributes that are superior to those of all other life forms? Are these not evidence that our Creator has made us in His image? And isn't the miracle of life itself a reason to believe in God? Creation reveals a Creator. In briefly considering these three points of physical evidence for the existence of God, we've only scratched the surface of the wealth of evidence available. The placement of our planet and the facts regarding how it is perfectly designed to sustain life, as well as the amazing complexity that exists in the universe, provide additional proofs. If you are searching for reasons to believe in God, or if you simply want to bolster your faith that He exists, Discern Magazine is here to support you and help you. One of the reasons we run the Wonders of God's Creation series is to remind everyone of the amazing animals that testify to the Creator's existence. For further study, see the articles in the Is There a God section of our website and download our study guide, Does God Exist? Thanks for listening. For more information from today's featured article, visit lifehopeandtruth.com.